Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers and select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend. This is getting really spiritual. You're my best friend. With two of my best friends, Moxie. So we're we're not going to kiss then? And Robertson. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Dropping a taco is a national emergency. You, I'm putting you off. You're listening to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life friendship, and tacos. Here are your hosts, the industrious Moxie Ann and the amusing Ruben James. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And this week's episode, Moxie, it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a great episode. I think it's going to be incredible. I believe you. Do you really? What are we we talking about? I have no idea. Cool. I don't think we really talked. We should have talked about this before I pushed record. No, we really should have. Um, I think it's one of the few times that we haven't talked about what we're going to do beforehand uh, in the last couple of weeks. But who cares? Uh, it's uh, it's post-Christmas, Moxie. What did you get for Christmas? I got the best gift from Ruben J. He actually showed it to me right before we started recording. So I also, you know, gave it to you on Christmas because this is a week after Christmas. Yeah, but, you know. What, what, what did you get? What, what did I get you? that everybody really wants but they're afraid to ask for that sounds weird i know i know it does doesn't it okay cool awesome <laughs> i'm so happy Ruben, what, did, what did you get for christmas you know uh all of my friends forgot about me this year for christmas uh and for my birthday so i literally spent uh all day by myself waiting for somebody to invite me over for some churros and tamales no, I literally, nothing. I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. That is definitely not what you did on your birthday. It is exactly what I did on my birthday. Outside, of course, of our uh, safer online digital con- d- d- digital Christmas concert. Dang it. Uh, Mox, you performed at the digital Christmas concert, the safer I online. Did. Uh, did you have fun? You know, apart from some technical difficulties, we did great. I, you know... We should probably tell people this. We're recording this on the 21st. So no, you don't spoil it. I just want to say that, like, if it turns out that, that, the, that the Safer Online Digital Christmas Concert ends up being a complete fiasco, uh, I want to at least be able to tell people ahead of time, in at, after the fact, but in ahead of time, that it wasn't planned to be a fiasco. So this podcast is being recorded before the Digital Christmas Concert series safer online well just to clarify the technical difficulties were only before we were on air okay so i think i just broke ruben's brain uh no it's impossible no it's not it would very possible i do it all the time that's only slightly true um (laughs) so (laughs) this week uh it's our last podcast of 2020 moxie and 
I just think that the only way for us to really end the year in style is to tell people to visit our Amazon link and support the show. That is the best way. You know, with all those Amazon gift cards you've gotten uh, from friends, relatives, coworkers, students, teachers, enemies, uh, the government, the international... FYI, do not use the gift cards from enemies. That's how they steal your information. Mm, no, no, no. I use them every year, and I've I've been just fine. This is why I know everything about you. That's why? <laughs> no, but seriously, all of those gift cards you're going to get for Amazon or have gotten or, you know, the, the rich uncle that you never see but sends you $100 every year, take that gift card and go use it on Amazon. Go use it through our Amazon link. The way the Amazon link works is down in the description below if you're watching us on YouTube, which you should be at Multimedia Mouth. Um, YouTube.com forward slash Multimedia Mouth. Multi, what, does the media have multiple mouths or is it multiple medias with mouths? With one mouth? No, so the way it works is the mouth has multiple medias coming out of it. Like a like a hydra, like a like a like a what what like what what a hydra. What the hell's a hydra? It's that Greek mythological creature where you cut off its head and then two more grow back. That is Medusa. No, Medusa is the one with snakes for hair that turns you to stone. No, that's Hercules. No, Hercules is the demigod who was birthed by Zeus and sent to Earth. No, that's Jesus. No, Jesus has nothing to do with the Greeks. You have nothing to do with the Greeks. You have nothing to do with the Greeks. My name is Greek. Okay? Cassandra? Yeah. Did I just out you? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, for anybody listening, we've gone a long ways from our Amazon link now. Should I tell the story of my name? Have you ever heard the story of the name Cassandra? No, but you should continue telling people about the Amazon link. But the story of Cassandra involves rape and murder. It's much more exciting. Let, mm, let's not go there. And the fall of an entire city and a giant wooden horse. Also the name of a condom. Yeah, kind of. Ironically, <laughs> the condom called Trojan is supposed to keep viruses out and babies out. But yet the Trojan horse was stronger than the Trojan condom. Yeah, that's that's why I don't use those. That's why? Yeah, that's why. That's which brand of condom do you use? The uh the kind. The the what? The abstinence? The sh- kind. Abstinence. She said abstinence, everybody. <laughs> Your grandma right now is having a heart attack. <laughs> we don't want we don't want your grandma having a heart attack right now. Or ever, or ever, really. We don't ever want her to have a heart attack. But specifically, right now, over this conversation we're having right now, she's going to murder me for even bringing it up. Thanks a lot, Moxandra. It's just how I do. So when she's ordering her her abstinence condoms on Amazon, uh, what exactly happens when you use our link? So when you use our link, I actually just walked Brad through this today. Did you know he wasn't using it? What the hell, man? He also doesn't order anything on Amazon. but What the hell, man? uh, 
I know. So you take the link that's down in the description below. If you're watching us on YouTube, again, you should go do that because it's much more entertaining. Um, you take that uh, link in the description and copy it, bookmark it on your browser, right, right up there, right up there. And uh, then what you do is whenever you go to Amazon, you just click that link. It's super easy. It's actually can be confusing for some people because it doesn't take you to a page that has our name on it or anything like that. It literally just takes you to Amazon. And so you go do your shopping. What I like to do is I like to search for things, add them to my cart, get all ready to check out, and then close the tab. It really ramps up the enthusiasm and then drops my uh, drops my excitement level, kind of like 2020. Um, and then I click the Amazon link again. That's, again, right up there. Um, and you click it, and then you just complete your purchase, just just like normal just like you normally would. And what that does is it actually sends us 10% of the total amount of your purchase. That's right, folks. For the low, low cost of copying something and bookmarking it to your browser, you get to send 10% of your purchase to us for no additional cost to you. What do you think of that deal, Ruben? I think it's incredible. I think it's wonderful. And you help feed a starving podcaster. Yeah. Neither of us are really starving, which is a little bit evident in our last photo shoot, but we do need help. <laughs> Did you just call us fat? I called us fat, yes. That's not nice. Well, at least it's not racist. Yeah, well, only if it's just ignorant. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this week, I thought we'd do something a little fun this week. Um, oh, as opposed to all the other weeks? And continue our tradition, our annual, like, our, our we, we, how do I phrase this without sounding weird? Um, I We have a couple of things that we've done every year uh, in the one year that we've been doing this podcast. And one of them is, you know, Friendsgiving. And last year, what we did as well is we did a, a very special uh, look back at the year 2019 and so this year, um, I kind of want to do a look back at the year 2020, um, but... Complete with the screaming and the fireballs and all of that? No, no I just want to look back at very specific things. And I think that we should look back and analyze the good that came out of 2020. Because while it's easy for us to sit here and 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 complain and moan and um, say how crappy of a year we've had um i think that it's healthy for us to give glory to the things that that, ha that ultimately worked out for really good causes um and i think we both have those moments i think we both have you know those 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 moments in our lives especially this last year where while the world was burning around us uh we we found peace and we found a way to move forward and we found um happiness in in chaos so uh, yeah. i think it's a good idea for us to kind of get, take a minute and just kind of look at, at at what we've accomplished this year um and and i think one of the big things for us professionally as a unit is is reaching twenty thousand downloads uh this last year which is a huge fee a huge download number for us uh something that we didn't really celebrate in the moment because we had so many other things happening all at once um so i know for you uh, this summer was really a, a testimony to the podcast for you because you saw numbers, you saw results, you saw things moving forward, and you went from being, oh, this is kind of fun to, 
this could actually turn into something. So, so tell me a little bit about um, your thoughts when I told you we hit 20,000 downloads. I, you know, honestly, when you first told me that we hit 20,000, I was kind of just like, oh, that's cool. And then as I, we did a session with a, a couple of different podcasters, professional full-time podcasters to learn from them, to get some of their tips and tricks and ask for ideas on moving forward. And when we told them we hit 20,000, they were like, whoa. And so I did a little bit of research into the typical numbers of a growing podcast or just podcasts in general. And I realized that 20,000 is not a normal number. <laughs> um, and when I realized that, when I, when it, you know, the numbers actually started shocking me, I realized that kind of, it was kind of like a, like a wake up moment or a, a wake up call like I had when I first heard Amy Lee for the first time, you know, Amy Lee from Evanescence. Yeah. I was into rock music. I was huge into rock music before. And, um, and I loved it. I loved female singers. Like I discovered Lacey Mosley or Lacey Sturm from Flyleaf before I discovered Amy Lee. But the first time I heard Amy Lee, no, the second time I heard Amy Lee, because <laughs> the first time I hated her voice, the second time I heard Amy Lee, I went, Oh my gosh she sounds like me and then i immediately had the thought of oh my gosh i sound like her i could actually do this and so it was kind of that wake up call moment with the 20,000 download number um realizing like hey this is we're in kind of the top 10% of podcasts here and we're actually bringing in money and actually seeing some success and seeing the numbers shoot up because we didn't just see the 20k number we also saw the social media numbers we saw just our download count in general we saw climbing the charts we saw um actual real life money coming in that we could spend which is crazy <laughs> um as opposed to monopoly money we were making beforehand yeah yeah honestly uh as opposed to the zero money we were making beforehand. And so as I saw all of that coming in, my mind was just kind of blown. And it was like, I know that people do this for a living. I know that podcasts are very, um, very, very uh, profitable, I guess. Like people do this, but I didn't realize people actually do this. Mm -hmm. yeah, it, yeah. It was an interesting thing to kind of see that um, the, the, the wheels start to turn in your head. You know, like, cause I think you, I would always, I, I told you from day one, like, like we can make money doing this. Like this could be something that becomes passive income for us. And yeah. I think you were always just kind of like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, and then well, to be honest, I really only did this because I was friends with you and because you did most of the work. <laughs> <laughs> most. Most. I did like 10%. Mm. Maybe in the last like four months, you've kind of become a 10 percenter, but for the most oh part, my gosh. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, 20,000 downloads for me is, inc it's incredible for the fact that, you know, where we're at and what we've done, I've done those numbers before, you know, so I knew we can get there and I knew that it would, when we did get there, it would be a huge moment for, for you at least. Um, and it was a big moment for me because it, it was really one of those things where, you know, the first six months of, of doing this podcast, it was kind of like, all right, cool. We'll get to the numbers eventually. And then the next six months, it was kind of like, where are these numbers? And then yeah. the last six months have been like, okay, cool. There are the numbers. And then uh, <laughs> the last like two months have been kind of uh 2020, but whatever. Yeah. Um, we won't talk about the bad stuff that happened there. Um, now, what other moments in, in 2020 for you 
uh, were highlights that, that you'll probably remember, you know, for 20 years from now when, uh, you know, you're, you're, well, not old. You won't be old. I'll be old, but you won't be old. <laughs> um, on a personal level? Personal, professional, whatever. Um, two have always stood out to me about this year, and uh, it's something that I've kind of had to come to terms with, but also have enjoyed at the same time. The idea of taking time to actually uh, invest in my relationships. Um, that has never been really a priority to me. I was just thinking the other day, like, really, the only reason I have really really good best friends from college just because I couldn't get rid of them uh I didn't I didn't put any effort into investing in that the only reason I'm friends with most of my best friends from college is because I was study buddies with them for two years and then we decided to live together um so 2020 for me has not been a year of professional or career um what's the word defining accomplishments. Yeah, it hasn't really been defining for me in that sense. And I, I have had to come to terms with that. But what it has done for me is it's really shaped the way I look at my relationships, um, the amount I put towards those relationships and what they mean to me. So obviously, one of the things that happened for me in 2020 is I, I got engaged. Oh, I'm my hand <laughs> behind the microphone. Okay, I'm just going to start over. One of the things that happened to me in 2020 is I got engaged. <laughs> and um, I think I've talked about this before, maybe on the podcast. It's not something that's a secret. Uh, we, we, did a, Brad, we did a whole episode on the engagement. I know, I know. But apart from that, 2020 itself, when Brad and I started dating in late 2019, I did not... I was genuinely concerned I wouldn't have enough time to spend with him. And by, by late 2019, it was like the last four days of the year. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Um, it, it went really fast. I had a personal goal to stay single for a certain amount of time. And I, I missed it by literally two days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but w we went into 2020 and I was terrified that he was going to break up with me because I didn't have enough time to talk or spend with him. And what this year has done is that, you know, in canceling all of my gigs and canceling my rehearsals and performances and networking events and things like that, you know, large events, stuff like that, I took that time and I used a lot of it to invest into my relationship with Brad. And it's been really wonderful. Um, honestly, just getting to spend time with him because we don't get to see each other very often. We live about 40 minutes from each other on, on a good day and we're pretty far apart from each other. So, you know, getting to actually like read relationship books, have meaningful conversations, just sit down and spend time with each other, watch freaking TV shows. I've never like, that is not something I had time for last year. Um, I didn't have time to do that with my roommates, let alone with my boyfriend and now fiance. So that's, that is one thing I'm really grateful for in this year. Um, another thing kind of in the same vein is I got to spend a lot more time at home. Um, I moved to into my first adult apartment. I lived in Azusa all throughout my college years. Um, and then I moved into an apartment at the you know ha second half of 2019 with some friends of mine that I went to college with. And when I was in college, 
I had a boyfriend who lived about 20 minutes from the school. And on weekends, I would go to his house instead of my parents' house. So the effect of that, and he was very controlling and very manipulative and wanted to take up all my time. So the effect of that was I really didn't spend very much time at home or with my family for the better part of five years. Um, and so what happened in 2020, when it, it all hit in March, I, all my roommates like either left the country or just went home for a good part of two months. And so I took that time and I still had a job. I work in, I was an essential worker and I work in senior living. Um, I took that time and I actually ended up going home on weekends. I had Fridays and Mondays off. So I would go home Thursday night, spend Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday at home and actually get to spend time with my parents, go out to dinner with my grandparents or, you know, not go out because we couldn't, but eat dinner with my grandparents, get stay up and watch Hallmark movies with my mom, things that I haven't really gotten to have a ton of time to do with my parents and my sister honestly, for the better part of five years. So those are the two things that I am most thankful for in 2020. That's what I'm going to take with me into next year. Just learning how to prioritize those relationships. And by prioritize, I don't just mean effort. I mean time. It's been a good year. Yeah, it's it, it has been a good year. And I, I think a lot of people, like I said, I think a lot of people are going to do stuff like this and they're going to just look at the negatives, the what ifs, the things that we missed the concerts we missed, the shows that we missed. And, you know, I always look, I look back at, at 2020 and I think to myself, you know, there was no better way for me to end 2020. Cause I consider the year, the year ended. I, I feel like the year ended in February. Um, and so, you know, for me, I, you know, the highlight of my year was definitely seeing Alter Bridge in concert. Um, it, it was the last, last concert mm. that I was able to see this year. Uh, and, you know, honestly, as much as I love Hamilton and the musical Hamilton, I, I don't think I would have appreciated the end of concerts if it would have been Hamilton. That was the last show that yeah. I saw, which was only a couple of weeks away. Yeah. So, you know, for me, seeing the band that has uh, defined so many highs and lows of my life, um, literally the band that has gotten me through um, the worst of depressions and the highest of moments of my life uh literally the band that I, I i played uh the day my mom passed away and the day i got my 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 last radio job and um i mean literally a band that's like so immersed in my life uh them being the last band that i saw live before the year ended for me was was a total um worth it moment um and Doing it with your boyfriend was uh, at the time your boyfriend at the time now. Doing it with my boyfriend? <laughs> Taking him to the concert. Okay. I know I know you think that Brad and I have a homoerotic relationship. Um, but uh it's definitely erotic, but it's not homo. So one of you is a woman. In some scenarios, yes. um so i am disturbed on so many levels uh, as you should be as you should be so um yeah that's definitely a a high moment for me but i also you know one of the things that that for me kind of sucked in 2020 
um, that led to a great moment for me was uh, losing my, my, my gigs in radio. Um, but the reason why I say that it ultimately turned into something good is because um, now I'm, I'm, I'm employed full time. I have a great job. Um, that- <laughs> what? That is good. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really good. Um, you know, I have a job that literally gives me, uh, a paycheck, <laughs> um, but also, uh, benefits and all that fun stuff, stuff that, you know, when I was 18, 19, 20, getting into radio, didn't care about. And now that I'm almost 30, uh, it's an important, <gasps> it's crazy to think that I'm almost 30, <gasps> even though it's still two years away, but still, um, Hey, you're starting to break up a little bit on the Wi-Fi. Um, I'm not breaking up with Brad. But your Wi-Fi is breaking up. Um, so, yeah, so I'm in a, I'm in a great career. I'm, I'm doing some great stuff now. Um, ironically, I'm on, um, you know, I'm at a point where I'm actually on vacation. I'm actually on a paid vacation as well. So uh, while I'm taking the final two weeks of the year off completely, no work, nothing Nothing going on in that front. Uh, I'm actually being paid to do that. So, those are the two, like two of the highlights that I can think of in the professional, personal world. Uh, Moxie, what, what do you think about about those kind of highlights? Professional and personal. Wait, what? Were you not paying attention? I kind of was. I when you talk, I mostly hear like peanuts characters. <laughs> No, but seriously, I am very, I've watched you go through a lot this year, um, especially when the shutdown happened and you were just out of work completely. There were, there were levels of insanity when it came to Ruben J over this year. And I, <laughs> I please, gotta say. Please explain that. Cause I, I actually find that humorous cause I have no idea what you're talking about. I do not find that humorous because depending on the level of insanity, it raised how much you wanted to snap my neck during those times. Um, No, but on a serious note, uh, hearing you actually have highlights and like the place that you're in now, it makes me so happy. Um, You have so much and I'm really glad that you have a paycheck and you have health insurance and you have other things and you don't have Brad. I'm really glad that you don't have Brad. But I do have Brad. No, you don't. I do. No. Apparently, no, he no, got no. me a birthday present. He did. It's pretty great. Apparently. Apparently. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's the funny thing. For me, I felt like March, April, May, early June were the worst of it for me. They were, yeah. Um. And then June got a little bit better. July got a little bit better. August kind of was, it felt like it was back to normal-ish. September felt back to normal. October felt back to normal. Then November just kind of feels weird again. Um, But, like, the good thing for where I'm at now is, like, if there is, like, a full lockdown tomorrow, I'm not worried about losing my job. You know, yeah. thank God. I'm not worried about losing my job. Um, I'm not yeah. worried about, because because my job's going to happen whether 
Newsom allows me, you know, allows it to happen or not. It's, it's an essential, like it's, it's more essential than most other jobs. So, um, so I'm happy. I'm happy to be ending the year on, on that note, even with, uh, it seems like, I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I feel like, I feel like COVID has been getting closer and closer and closer and closer. <laughs> and yeah. like, like, I feel like the more and more I retreat from it, the more and more, the closer and closer it gets. <laughs> yeah, so honestly, it's just kind of a weird, a weird thing, um, to kind of be at the end of the, end of the year. But, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for, for 2021. Uh, believe it or not. Uh, I don't think, I think a lot of people, uh, as the last couple of months of the year have kind of come close, they're just like, ah, I don't know if I want 2021. <laughs> Is it going to be like revenge of the COVID? <laughs> revenge of the COVID. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, so, uh, was there anything else that happened this year that, that you felt was something that you wanted to highlight as, as a, as a positive, as a plus, uh, in the year? Um, I don't think so. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined my cup. No, I, I don't think so. This year I've had to kind of come to terms with not having a lot of professional movement and musical movement. And part of that is my fault. Part of it is also that I do a lot of collaborative work and the people that I work with on a, on a live basis, it hasn't really like all of my gigs are going to be here and I do have gigs booked for 2021. Dear God, hopefully, um, but, you know, the bands that I work with, I'm still working with them. The people that I collab with, I'm still working with them. But a lot of people kind of felt 2020 hit them hard. And most of what I do is on a collaborative basis or live. And so this, I kind of have had to just say, you know what? It's a wash. And I'm okay with that, honestly. Um, Ruben hates the Enneagram because he thinks it's satanic. But it is satanic. It is not satanic. Um, You're my, satanic, man. My bent is towards uh, what is... See, that sounds productive. satanic. That sounds satanic. I, I said bent. Yeah, the, it just sounds like... It, it just sounds like the, of the devil. It's of the devil. You sound like of the devil. I am the devil. I know. <laughs> No, but like my bent is toward what is good and what is productive. And I've kind of had to disassociate being good with being productive because in my mind, they're kind of the same thing. And so this year has been an exercise in that. So for that, I'm grateful. Cool. Glad we covered that. <laughs> well, so what I want to do right now is, um, you know, first of all, thank every single person who's downloaded this podcast, uh, yes. whether it's one person who's downloaded it 20,000 plus times or 20,000 people who've downloaded it once or any combination of the two. Um, <laughs> or just my grandma, all of it. <laughs> it you know, what? I wouldn't be surprised if, if most of those are your grandma just downloading them from different devices, which I appreciate. It's helped us out tremendously. Um, but thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you guys for for sticking with us through, through 2020. Um, God knows that there's been, been times where we wanted to just not push record and not push publish and just not continue. 
Um, but we, we did, we continued. Um, and part of it was my conviction to want to continue to bring out content for you guys. Uh, I think another part of it was, um, a chance for Moxie and I to connect face to face. <laughs> um, Ruben needs friends. That should be the name of this podcast. Well, you know what? I was going to name it Ruben J needs friends, but there's Conan O'Brien needs a friend and I didn't want to copyright infringement, but, uh, um, but yeah, I, I think I think uh, a thank you is in order, definitely for for all of you guys who have downloaded this. Uh, moving forward, we do have a great 2021 plan for you guys um, up until about June, uh, and that's when when Moxie uh, will probably be quitting the podcast for good. I'm gonna have my own great 2021. <laughs> um, so we do have uh, a Patreon launching in a couple of weeks, so stick around, pay attention for that link when it comes out we have different tiers that you can subscribe to uh one of them is going to be called the dollar in the jar level oh am i boring you moxie i'm sorry oh i'm just you know 2020 um and that one is just a you can either you know just pay the pay a dollar and, and support the show with a dollar um you can also do that via cash app or venmo uh not through patreon if you don't want to uh, but we're also we're gonna do uh, uh, a best friends club, and we're gonna offer some executive producer credits and some fun stuff and some some uh, some Zoom meetings. Oh, oh, can we do can we do Mickey Mouse Clubhouse level? No. Why not? Because we'll get sued. Minnie Mouse Club. No. Attic. No, we will get sued. Mouse House. No, we will get sued. Rat hat. <laughs> no, that sounds dirty. <laughs> um, it's just the plot of Ratatouille. Jeez, get over yourself. Um, so we, we do have that coming coming to you. So if, if you are in a position where you can support the show financially, uh, we'd love to have it um, just because we need it. But uh, in a position to put wealth in the in the pockets of people who are down, people like me who are. Ah! That's what would happen if Joe Biden tried to rap. <laughs> uh, so there's that. And then um, I think I've talked Moxie into doing uh, a special project. Yeah. We can't announce it just yet, but no. it's coming up. Um, also, by subscribing to the Patreon, just FYI, you'll also get my other podcast as part of the the, the package. It's going to be a package deal. It's not going to be like podcast specific. It's going to be a package deal. It's going to be subscribing basically to Multimedia Mouth uh, Patreon, but us being kind of the, the, the primary uh, portion of that. Um. We are going to be doing some great things. Moxie, is there anything in particular that you're looking forward to uh, podcast-wise for 2021? Oh, um, no, I'm, I'm, there are a lot of things, but uh, nothing really specifically. Not yet. What about you? Well, you completely broke up during that statement, so I have no idea what you just said. Perfect. Then you're all going to live in suspense. Did I break up that time too? Hello? Hello? Ruben, can you hear me? Oh no. 
Oh no. Oh my gosh, are you doing it again? I hate you. <laughs> it's so easy with you. All right. I hate you so much. Uh, season five of You're My Best Friend launches in February. Uh, we'll be doing some specials in the month of January. Again, thank you so much for tuning in these last 52 weeks. Moxie, we've been... Woo! Can you believe that we put out 52 episodes this year? We could have had a baby by now. What? <laughs> yikes. <laughs> just, just one yikes. No, there's multiple yikes in that one. There's like at least four yikes. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, my name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Best Friend Podcast. Make sure to like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash The Best Friend Show. And of course, our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Multimedia Mouth. Yes. And also, uh, if you don't remember any of that stuff, go to our link tree, link.tr forward slash. The b best besties. <laughs> I don't have that one memorized, okay? The same as our Instagram. <laughs> or just go to our Instagram. Or literally just look up Moxie Ann and Ruben J on Google. And, and you'll find it there. Actually, if you Google Life Frenchman and Tacos, I think we come up. I, do we really? I, I think gotta so. check that. I think we do. Let me try. Let me try. Wait, wait, wait. Do it. Do it. Do it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh my gosh, Burger King comes up. That doesn't even make any sense. What? Okay, the second thing that comes up is a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. Wow. We're number two. We're number two. We're number two. We're number two. <laughs> All right, my name's Ruben J. And I'm Oxie And we are out of here. Are out of here. Wow. We were on the same page for once. Woo! That's when you know hey! it's time. That's when you know it's time to end the podcast. For the year. Ow! <laughs> Stop doing that. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.